On this episode of the B-Side, we're going to be talking about the merger and going forward after the vote. Welcome to the B-Side, a Blessed Hope podcast where we turn over the sermon notes and answer those lingering questions. Hey everybody, I am Vince and I'm joined by Pastor Matt and we just two days ago we had our merger vote. Uh, first here at Blessed Hope and then Revolution as well. And just the quick results of that is that it, it passed from yeah. both churches. Yeah, and, and I would say overwhelmingly, you know, and I, yeah. I, think, I think that's, I mean, so, so let, me, let me give caveat to that too, Vince. I mean, here's the thing. Um, even if it had just passed by the thinnest of, of legal margins. Mm-hmm. We would still be moving full steam ahead because, uh, as the elders have said time and time again in this process, that we are convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that is, this is the direction that God is pleased for us to go, that he has paved the way for that through prayer, fasting, study, planning. He has just reinforced it time and time again. And so even if it was just what we were legally allowed to do, we would right. be moving forward. But we're so thrilled that, um, you know, it ended up being, I think, if you look at the numbers um, of the vote, ended up being, I think, 96 affirmative, mm-hmm. uh, 34 were were um, not for the merger. And so, uh, that you know, that's that's a three-quarters yeah. um, margin. And, and so... We're, we're pretty excited about that, 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 you know, not only do we feel like God is very clearly leading and, and not only do we feel like, you know, we, we understand that and, and have, have been called to that, but that, that, you know, we feel like the, the good majority of the church is, is there with us. And, 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 uh, and, and so we're excited about the merger and revolutions affirmation was even higher yeah. than that. I think they ended up being at uh, 90, 90 some percent. Yep, um, yep. so it really is just kind of, uh, um, you know, just more affirming, you know, God has affirmed mm-hmm. this along the way for us, but just even more so mm-hmm. in the actual vote itself, yeah. that this is what he has for us. And this is where he's calling us to be. Yeah. I was uh, talking to my fiance, who's not around here and doesn't go to the church. And she's just like, so what are you feeling? And I was like, it just, it, it feels good to know that after over a year of prayer and over a year of work mm-hmm. that we didn't we didn't miss like right, yeah. that all of that work and all of that vision casting and 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 explaining what the merger is and and that it was ended up being fruitful and it just it feels um it feels good and I, i'm excited not just like oh man awesome we did a good job but like we now have a combined body that is ready willing and able to go reach the lost in vinton shellsburg and everywhere else in Benton County. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that, uh, um, that's, that's just satisfying in all of that is, is that, um, like you said, that as we get to that point where we're like, okay, you know, this, this year, and you said a year, but really, I mean, a year and a half. Um, and then, and for people in the congregation, seven months worth, you know, I mean, this Mm -hmm. is, this is taken up a lot of the time, effort, energy. Mm -hmm. And so to be at this point where we can say, okay, now, now we've, 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 you know, been methodical, we've been prayerful, we've been planful, and now we're ready to, to burst forth and kind of see what's next. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, like God will do what God's going to do, mm-hmm. um, except 
that doesn't always mean what we think it's going to mean. Yeah. Right. And so, so like one of the things that somebody said, and they were trying to affirm me, right. They were trying to be, you know, Mm -hmm. leading up to this, this vote. Um, they're like, you know what, if God wants the merger to happen, the merger will happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I, I had to take a step back and, and I think at the time I just smiled and nodded and said, yeah, you're right. But, but internally in, in the dialogue that I'm having is that's not necessarily true. Yeah, um, I think there are there are times in Scripture when we see that God has very clearly said, "I want this," mm-hmm. and people have very clearly said no, mm-hmm. and and God allows the no. Right. Uh, now, I do believe God will ultimately get His way, right? But it doesn't mean that it happens the way that He desired it to happen. And I think the perfect example of that is the Israelites. Um, at Kadesh Barnea, mm-hmm. getting ready to enter the promised land. God clearly wants them to enter the promised mm-hmm. land. They send the 12 spies. The 12 spies come back and say, the land is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshua and Caleb say, let's go get it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else says, it's too scary. Let's not. Yeah. God clearly wanted them to go, but the people listened to the, to, to the spies that said, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to work. And so ultimately, did God get his way? Yes. Ultimately, God had Israel mm-hmm. enter the promised land. It, it just took a generation and, and a yeah. lot of carnage to get there. Yeah. And that's, that's the, the, the thing here. God wants Benton County. He wants Vinton, and he wants Benton County, and he will have them. Yeah. Um, but I think what's at stake or what was at stake was our ability to play an effective role Mm -hmm. in that process. And I think that, that by following his will and direction, I think that we are well positioned, um, to allow God to work in and through us as we go forward. So I'm really excited about where we're at. Yeah. I think that is just a tendency in, in all of our lives to, to over spiritualize things at times where it's like, well, if it doesn't happen, then obviously God didn't want it to happen. Well, in so much as we have a choice, there's got to be an option for disobedience. Yeah, right. If free will is a thing, yeah. then we can have the freedom to, to go the wrong way. But, but ultimately, none of that matters right. because, because we feel like we are well positioned where, where God wants us to be. And, and, and I want to say this, too. Um, that is not, um, you know, as we talk about this, um, you know, there, are, there were a few people at Revolution that, that voted to not affirm the merger. Mm-hmm. There were some people at Blessed Hope that voted to not affirm the merger. And, and that's not meant to say um, anything negative about those folks. Um, I, you know, my assumption is, I, I, you know, I have nothing but my own assumptions. That's all I can do. My assumption is that people went into that vote prayerful. Mm-hmm. Um, that they had done their due diligence of prayer and, and research and, and um, seeking God's face and, and, and reading scripture and working through things. And so I can't fault anyone for where they were at mm-hmm. entering into right. um, that, that vote. Um, I think uh, my assumption is that everybody that, that, that expressed a privilege to vote also followed the responsibility of being a mm-hmm. part of the body of Christ in that. And so that's, that's my assumption. That's what I'll work from. So, so I, I just want to say this too, like, like there are no negative feelings. Right. Um, I mean, I, I, with all sincerity, there are no negative feelings. I mean, I don't know how anybody voted except the few that, that made that public, but um, there's no negative feelings uh, about um, why were there 30 no votes and why were there this and, 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 and no, 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 because I assume that people did their due diligence mm-hmm. and I assume that, that, that now, um, 
that as we move forward, we'll be able to do so in a unified manner. But, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I do very clearly feel as we have all belong that this is the direction that God wants us to go. Mm-hmm. The elders um, have, have been there and, and studied that and fasted and prayed and feel that. And so we are just so ridiculously excited mm-hmm. about what this means. Yeah. Um, although we know this means now there's work to do, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. somebody said that to me after, after the affirmation vote on Sunday. They're like, oh, so now you can breathe easy. Now all the work's done. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, well, actually, now the work can get started right. um, in terms of how do we attack this community even more. That sounds bad. Yeah. Um, you know what I meant. How, but, do we, how do we attack the gates of hell in this community, the, mm-hmm. the, the enemy territory, uh, and bring the gospel where it needs to be? So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm pumped. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to get moving. So I just want to share... I put two dates down. I'm sure there's probably some more that I don't sure. know about, but just a couple of important dates that are coming up. So this Sunday, March 10th, yeah. is going to be a celebration Sunday. So if you show up and you're like, hey, where are all the revolution people? Well, that's by design. We wanted to give uh, both churches one more Sunday uh, just to celebrate their history and their heritage, heritage yeah. and to say, like, hey, we, we've been successful throughout our history, and, and this is... The, the end of that chapter, and it's a, the continuation of the same story uh, the week after that when we have, I'm calling it our merger Sunday. I don't have a really... Launch. It's our, our launch Sunday. Our launch Sunday yeah. on the 17th. Yeah, you know what? I think that's great. It's, 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 a, it's a great thing for people to realize that um, we are where we are in the ability to, to merge together with Revolution mm-hmm. Church and to launch this new thing because of the faithfulness um, of God and of the obedience and faithfulness of the people that he put here mm-hmm. before. Blessed Hope is 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And in 15 years, Blessed Hope has grown incredibly. And I don't just mean in size, although that's pretty awesome too. Yeah. But in faith and in influence in this um, kind of this wicked culture that we live in. And mm-hmm. Blessed Hope has had a presence in this community. And Blessed Hope has, has worked to change lives, to transform lives, to bring the gospel where it is, yeah. to, to bring people from death to life. Blessed Hope has done incredible work in this community. Revolution has existed not for, for as long, but they've done incredible work mm-hmm. in this community. And so for us to be able to take those two um, churches together. That, I mean, that's going to be something to celebrate on the 17th. But first, it's, let's, let's just thank mm-hmm. God for what he's done. Right. And, and uh, you know, I, I, let's, let's just honor God for everything that he's been able to bring about, and let's celebrate where we're going. And so I'm really excited uh, about this Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some things a little different as we celebrate yeah. our heritage. Uh, we're going to— It'll be gonna, interesting for some people. Yeah, yeah, the people that weren't here then, you know, I mean, but, but we're going to do some things a little differently. It's going to be a, a, a little more— um, um, old school maybe in, in our style and mm-hmm. in the way that we do things, but ultimately all of it is meant to celebrate and honor what God has done in mm-hmm. this place with this church and these people, and, and that will hopefully serve as a catalyst for what's next. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about um, covenant membership, because I, I think that's, you know, for people who have been keeping up, they, they probably understand exactly what that's going to end up meaning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what does covenant membership for Blessed Hope Community Church 
mean now? I mean, we're merging two different yeah. membership yep. roles and, and stuff like that. And I, I think what we've said all along, and so hopefully people have, have you know, geared into this, but, but let me go back and say just that, that not only am I excited about Celebration Sunday, I'm really excited about Launch Sunday too. Yep. As, we, as we get together with, with both bodies collectively mm-hmm. and celebrate this new thing yeah. that God has done. Um, and we just can perceive that God has done a new thing and he's doing a new thing. And that's not just here, but that's going to be in this community and in this mm-hmm. county. And that is, that's something to celebrate. And that's going to be a lot of fun um, and, and should serve us well as we march forward with the marching orders that, that God has given us mm-hmm. to bring um, a hurting world the hope of Jesus. Yeah. So, so I'm excited about that. But, but the way that membership is, um, is both churches take membership seriously. Mm-hmm. And so the new church will continue to take covenant membership seriously. Uh, we've said from the beginning that um, people that are members at either of the two churches will have the right to automatically become members of the merged mm-hmm. church, the new church, Blessed Hope Community Church. So we're not going to be trying to process about 200 people through no, membership no, no. class. Everybody that desires to um, be a member of this this um, new church will be a member of this new church. Mm-hmm. Actually, the first series that, that Pastor David and I will be preaching through um, is a DNA series mm-hmm. that will talk about what's at the core of this new church. We already, I mean, mm-hmm. we already know what the DNA of the church is because Revolution's DNA and Blessed Hope's DNA are so similar. Yeah. We know that. But now we get to talk about what are the things that brought us together and mm-hmm. what are the now shared identity that everybody will have mm-hmm. that's missional and that's focused and that's, that's, that's who we are. And so we're going to be preaching through that. And we're, everybody that's, that's a member of the church, either church is going to be a member of the new church. But what we're asking um, what we're, we're asking people to do, it's not, you know, not a requirement or anything like that, but right. what we're going to ask is that during that series, that DNA series, that that be a time at the culmination of that, that people will choose to reaffirm their commitment to the church. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, it's, it, and, and we're not talking about anything fancy, basically just, just look, if this is something that you want to do, you know, then, then, you know, make this commitment before, before the church and before God to, to reaffirm your commitment to the church. It says, you know what? Yeah, I am all in on the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. I do want to be a part of the church. And, um, and, and honestly, for most people, that'll be something that should be exciting. Yeah. Uh, for some folks, um, that's something that they're going to have to reevaluate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because we have some people that are that are members of the church that are kind of cursory members of the church. Yeah. They're not really plugged into the life of the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, the church is, uh, it's certainly more than voting. Um, That's a great privilege of membership. Mm -hmm. um, And it's a responsibility of membership. And we're glad people take that seriously. But you know what? There are all other kinds of things that are a part of being a covenant member of the church. Uh, Being here on Sundays contributing to the to the mission of the church outside of our walls, mm-hmm. committing to the ministry of the church inside of our walls, um, being an active participant and giver and um, growing uh, and, and being serious about growing in your faith. And so, so we're going to be asking everybody to take a serious look at it. Look, we, we want you to recommit, you know, kind yeah. of like a vow renewal of sorts. Carrie and I went to, uh, this is about five years ago, uh, maybe four and a half years ago, we went to a weekend to remember conference that mm-hmm. Family Life does. By the way, you've never been. You're, you're engaged. Yep. Um, you're getting married. I, I would recommend that you go to that mm-hmm. um, even early. It's just a great, great 
conference. It's a weekend getaway kind of a thing where, where you just, you're in the Bible and you're with other people and you pray together and you just, you know, you, you just are, are growing and strengthening your marriage. Um, they have a track for fiancés or for engaged people. You mm-hmm. know, that happens to be before. It's in November in Cedar Rapids. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I, I would encourage you to do that. But at the end of that, Carrie and I had the opportunity with every other couple in the room that wanted to, to have a, a vow renewal. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was simple. It was like, look, here's your certificate. If you don't want it, put it away. Mm-hmm. If you want to use it and participate, then put it in front of you and stand up and repeat after us and, and commit to these vows again, afresh, anew, and, and sign your certificate. Nobody gets it. It's just yours. But Carrie right. and I have ours at home that we, we committed anew on that day to, to, um, you know, to just continue to love one another and to continue mm. to serve one another and continue to see God's purposes for our marriage as primary. And so we, we look at this as, as something that'll be kind of like that, as a chance to just say, you know what? Yeah, mm. yeah, I am still excited about the ministry of the church, and I'm still excited about this uh, because it's so critically important. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think there's something to be said there, too, for whether you— cause I, Again, no matter how you voted for the merger, mm-hmm. um, no matter what your, your thoughts were about that, even if I thought the merger is unnecessary and I'm not sure why we're doing it, mm-hmm. and, and you didn't find the elders' explanations and vision to be compelling, I, I can't imagine a Christian at this point mm-hmm. that is going to say, I can't get on board with the vision and the purpose of a church that says we are going to bring a hurting world, the hope of Jesus. Yeah. Like, to me, that's a hard sell to say, I, you know, I, 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 I can't get on board as a Christian with a purpose of bringing the hurting world, the hope of Jesus. Like, that should be what is burning in the hearts of every believer. So whether we were excited about the merger or not, um, and again, most were, some weren't, it doesn't matter, because we all should be excited about the mission of bringing a hurting world, the hope of Jesus. And so that's where I hope in this, in this um, you know, as we reaffirm that, yeah, we are on with the mission of the mm-hmm. church, and the mission of the church um, is to bring a hurting world, the hope of Jesus. I've said it like six times, I yeah. keep repeating it, no, thinking it'll stick, right? Say it and yeah. spray it and say it. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, but uh, I, I think that's just a really good segue into just like the last thing that we wanted to talk about, which was going forward in unity. Um, this is one of those things where um, I think at times it can be easier to say that than, than to do it. Yeah, you know what um, I hated when I was a kid? Yeah. Junior high dances. Okay. Because they were supposed to be fun. Yeah. And they never were. And they were never fun, right? <laughs> um, That's how I feel about um, youth group lock-ins. Youth group lock-ins. Well, the kids, the kids always the have kids a great have time. kids have a f- ton of fun. But, I, <laughs> but it, for you as the youth leader, you're like, I'd rather go to bed. About 4 a.m. Is, is about <laughs> when my fun stops. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, I think, but I think, you know, junior high dances were always supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so one year... Uh, Travis was was at a junior high dance. I can't remember if it was seventh grade or eighth grade, but it was the Halloween dance, right? And so they're all supposed to wear their costumes and mm-hmm. go. And um, so we we kind of just snuck in after the dance was going because mm-hmm. we wanted to just see what was going on there at the middle school. And I don't know if we were supposed to or not, but other parents were. <laughs> other parents were. And so they're down in the gym. And if you've been at the middle school, you know there's the 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 balcony that kind of overlooks. Oh, yeah. So we kind of snuck in there and we're just looking like like you have like. 
the, what you would typically think of, right? Mm-hmm. You had a bunch of boys over here in pockets and groups and whatever, and a bunch of girls over here in pockets and groups and very little dancing. Yep. Um, <laughs> very little intermixing of the genders because it's, it's, we, we kind of, we kind of just do what we're comfortable with. And, um, you know, one of the things that we are going to have to work on really hard in integrating um, Blessed Hope Church and Revolution Church into Blessed Hope Community Church mm-hmm. is that we are striving for the unity of the church and that we mm-hmm. are all moving in one direction with one voice. Mm-hmm. We won't all agree on everything. We won't all see everything the same way. Hopefully we will all be ridiculously excited about bringing a hurting world to hope of Jesus. Yeah. And we will start to then be unified under that banner. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going to take some effort. Right. It's going to take putting our preferences aside. It's going to take putting um, our comfortability aside. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the challenge is this, man. What if, what if on the 17th, on launch Sunday, if you came in and sat somewhere different? And you yeah. purposely sat with somebody you didn't know, whether it's a Blessed Hope person that you don't know, or it's a Revolution Church that person that's coming over, um, you know, and get yourself geared up, because what if somebody is sitting in your regular seat? Oh, my goodness. You know, are you going to have, like, like <laughs> mad face? Right. And, is that going to ruin stare them Sunday? down? Or are you going to go sit next to them and say, hey, how are you? And I'm so glad you're here. And, mm-hmm. uh, and what's, you know, who are you? And let's get connected. And I just... And oh, by the way, that's my seat. And no, no don't kidding. say that part. Not, not oh, the, oh, by the way, that's my seat. But how, oh, by the way, you know what? You know, let's, let's, let's plan on lunch one of these days. Or let's right. get together and get to right. know each other. And I just, I just want to stress that the unity of the church is so critically important that, that I hope that people take seriously the call to, one, be unified under the banner of Christ, mm-hmm. to be unified under the mission of bringing the gospel where the gospel isn't, mm-hmm. a hurting world, the hope of Jesus, mm-hmm. and then, two, be intentional right. about getting beyond themselves. I've said this before, Vince, and, and I think it's true, that we are a friendly church mm-hmm. most of the time. Yep. And I think the caveat is that we are a friendly church if you're a friend. If you're already friendly. Right. Right? Like, like, I mean, like, we have people, like, there's usually very few people that aren't connected when they come in. They come in, they find somebody, they talk, they visit, but they're people that we already know well. Mm-hmm. Where, we, where we struggle with that at times mm-hmm. is when somebody new comes in that doesn't know anybody. Yeah. Because we're so busy, we're so busy in the relationships that we know, and that's great because we know and love these people and we're so connected, but we don't always have time to see the people that right, we don't know. Right. I think I've told you this example before, but I was at Oak Grove Church uh, one Sunday when you were preaching this mm-hmm. summer, um, and that's, that, that's my opportunity to go visit other mm-hmm. churches and, and see what's going on there and encourage their pastors a little bit, you know, just by, by being there and being able to, to, you know, compliment and talk to them about their messages mm-hmm. and... and and just learn, you know, um, from, from a position other than being the primary leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at Oak Grove, and after, after church, um, Matt McGee, the pastor at Oak Grove, came up and started chatting with me. We obviously know each other well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he cut off mid-sentence mm-hmm. in a conversation with me, respectfully. Yeah. He's like, you know what, Matt? I'll finish this later. I'll talk to you later. It was good to see you, but there's somebody over there I haven't met yet, and I need to go meet them. Yeah. And, and it was just, you know, it, it, it's like, that's exactly what we ought to be doing. And Vince, I know you. I like mm-hmm. you. We talk all the time. <laughs> so if I'm having a conversation with you on Sunday morning, and the reality is, you know, it's like, oh, you know what, Vince? 
we'll finish this later, but I don't know this lady and I want right. to go introduce myself right. and I want to meet her. I want to make sure she's comfortable. I want to connect with her. And then I want to connect her to some other people. Right. I mean, how great is that to feel the freedom to say, and you're not going to be mad about that. No. Nope. I tell you what, I wasn't offended at all when Matt said that. I'm like, mm-hmm. but brother, I get that. Go. Yeah. And I think also just the, the, the willingness to, it's going to sound hor- horrifying, but the willingness to be humiliated at times by going up and being, hey, I, do I know you? And then, and then being told, yeah, I, you do know me. Um, I, I can't tell you guys how many times I've done that downstairs as, as somebody's checking in their kids where I'm like, I think I recognize them, yeah. but I'm not sure if I've ever met them. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we were here four weeks ago. Or, and it's, yeah. it, it's just one of those things and, and, where... You, and people aren't offended by that no. like we think they will be, yeah. right? They just, they just want to see. It's like I, I say that all the time to people you know, on a Sunday morning if I see, you know, I'm like, have we met yet? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we talked last week. I'm like, oh, that's great, you know. Um, and if not, it's like, oh, well, hey, I'm Matt. And yeah. Short of having a little notebook that I take out after I meet new people and writing down their distinguishing features and their names, that's about as as good as I can get it. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I would say this. I mean, none of this is rocket science, events as we mm-hmm. as we talk about how to move forward in any of this. Um, but but um, I think that um, one, we unite under the banner of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, and his purpose for the church, which is to bring a hurting world the hope of Jesus. And in doing that, we are welcoming to everyone that walks through the doors, whether they're original Blessed Hope folks, original Revolution folks, or, quite frankly, the expectation is that we're bringing people that have no basis in either of those original churches, and all they know is Blessed Hope Community Church. Because as we're being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, we are ministering to people, we're inviting people, we're bringing them with us Mm -hmm. so that they can hear the gospel and respond to the gospel. So my, my hope is that as we unite under the banner of Jesus and his mission for the church, which is bringing a hurting world the hope of Jesus, that we will be the kind of church mm-hmm. that people want to be at. Yeah. Not because it softens truth, but because it says what we need to hear. Right. And because it tells us what we need to know. Mm-hmm. And because it says true things. And it offers ridiculous hope and joy in a world that doesn't really offer either on its own. And it, it's just too critical for us to pass mm-hmm. up. And we don't want to miss a window by, by doing something to drive a wedge. Yeah. That's why Paul says, look, look, as much as it depends on you, mm-hmm. live at peace. Yep. Pursue the unity of the church. Mm-hmm. Francis Chan, you, you and I were having a conversation about this in his yeah. book, Letters to the Church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking about that if, if the people make up the temple of God, which is a very clear New Testament teaching. Yeah. yeah tell, us, t- tell me about, like, what, well, did he, what did he say about you that? You know, he's just saying, like, when you think about the, the Old Testament temple and they have the bricks and everything, when Jesus comes, he, he kind of obliterates that concept that the dwelling place of the Spirit of God is the temple, this physical building. Right. And now it's in the people who make up the church, the body. And he says, you know, when people strive or, or incite division, it's like taking a sledgehammer and knocking out a, a brick of the body of Christ. And for me, that was just such a vivid, like, whoa. Yeah. So, so gossip, rumors, actively sowing division, or, or even whatever it might be, those things that cause disunity in the church, right? Those things are, you know, again, in this example, that is, would be akin to an Israelite taking a sledgehammer mm-hmm. and attacking the physical temple right. where God's presence resides, because God's presence resides here in the individual 
people that make up the church. And mm-hmm. so uh, we just need to, we need to be careful with that. And that's why scripture says repeatedly in the one another, you know, as much as it depends on you, mm-hmm. be at peace yeah. with everyone. And so that's our call and, and to be joy filled and to be um, full of the spirit as we connect with one another. I'm mm-hmm. just so excited about where we're going yeah. um, that I, I can't, is it weird to say that, that I just can't stand it? Like, cause I mean, yeah. I, I'm like, I know it's exaggerated. Like I can stand it, but I just can't stand it. Like, like I'm a, so excited about it's like a kid going. sitting in the car as you pass through the gates of Disney world. And you're like, can it, can I just be on a ride already? Right. Like, like I feel like we're perpetually right now on Christmas Eve. Like, like, okay, okay, come on, let's go. Let's go. Because there's so much to do right. and there are so many people to be reached. And there, there are so many people that need the hope of Jesus. And I just, you know, I, I am so thrilled that God has given us a role here at blessed mm-hmm. hope and soon to be blessed hope community church to reach people with the gospel. I can't wait Vince to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Well, I mean, okay, I don't want to go there tomorrow. Right. right, but if I did, that'd be okay. I wouldn't argue, um, but but I can't wait to get to heaven, um, and I can't wait to hear the words from my Savior, "Well done, good and faithful servant." And then I can't wait to see the fruit of the labor of the church that I got to be a part of, mm-hmm. and the people whose lives were changed, and the eternities that are different, and what the ripples are going to be from that. I, I can't even begin to process what that's going to be, yeah. but I know it's going to be because God has given us a mission, and we're chasing it, and, and it's just exciting. And that, I can't stand it. <laughs> that just seems like a great way to, to end this. That we, we are excited and we can't stand it and we're ready, <laughs> we're ready to, to go. So. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Vince. I appreciate yep. uh, all your time with us.